Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be right now as you're watching this, whether it's live or later on, which is always in the now. Welcome to another episode of Align with Lina, where I love to bring to us ordinary people who just like me, just like you, have undergone an extraordinary spiritual awakening. And when we are touched, not everybody, but most most people that I've met, once you are touched at that deep place of transformation within, you want to help others experience the same thing. This is why Jesus became a teacher, Buddha became a teacher, and so many become teachers so that we can pass this, the, the, the tips that we learn, pass them on to others. And clearly, the guests that I have today, like me, we know that we can share our tips and, and suggestions with those who, who want to hear what we have to say, but we can't do the work for you. So today, what we're going to do is share the work that we've done on ourselves. And then from there, hopefully you'll receive some nuggets, some tips, ideas. And if you happen to be live, please post your questions, your comments, and we will definitely acknowledge that. So Grace, Grace Jones, thank you so yes. much for joining me. Hello, thank you for having us. Oh, this is absolutely wonderful. And uh, the re the way that I met Grace is I met her through Facebook. You know how somebody posts something profound and then you go to their page and you you see what they posted and you get to know that person. And you're one of those people that I landed on your page and I'm like, oh my goodness, Grace is up to some beautiful things in the world. And right now, as this world is going through some major shifts and changes, a crumbling of the old and a, and a birthing of the new, I, I felt that you really get what, what is happening here. We're in the middle of a metamorphosis. There's a butterfly that is going to emerge out of this, this cocoon that seems to be crumbling. And um, I wanted to have you here and share your wisdom with, with our beautiful audience. So let me ask you what I ask everybody. When did you begin to realize that there was more to life than what you were aware of that sent you on your path to become aligned with a greater power? Well, about four years ago, I was at the end of another relationship, went downhill, tried, tried um, to make things work. And then, you know, looking around um, my life at that time, I'm like, well, here's another failed relationship. My child isn't doing so well. My dogs act crazy. I feel frustrated. I feel chaotic. I feel panicky. Um, what is going on in my world that I'm creating? So I started deep breathing. <laughs> And um, even though I walked in faith to the best of my ability all the years beforehand, I thought I'm missing something here. There's something that's not clicking because if I if I was actually listening to what God is saying to me, I would think my life would be happier and more peaceful. So I thought, oh, I think I need to hear what the divine source creator is trying to say to me instead of always going to source saying but 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 this 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 and i want i want i want so i took a deep breath and i decided that i needed to start seriously meditating and i needed to get to know the divine presence within my own heart mm. Uh, that is absolutely beautiful and powerful and wonderful. And I've been a coach now for 15 years. And when somebody comes to that place of what you just said, okay, I, let me go straight to the, to the source and listen to the source. Instead of me begging the source to change my circumstances, let me go to the source and find out how am I creating these circumstances? How am I still uh, a piece of, of that situation? that to me is is that spiritual maturity that is when a shift happens and mm. we really get that we can't keep spiritualizing everything and talking about it but not walking it and being the you know the spiritual know-it-all and i'm speaking from my experience and and then expect things outside to change 
because my my former husband is where I got to see oh my god I've been teaching for years and you my husband know these things because you come to my classes you read all the same books why are we still having these issues and I had to do exactly what you did it's like oh god it's it's not him it's me what's going on and what I realized is I had another level of surrender to God that I needed to do and that partner was a reflection of where I was spiritually superior but I wasn't being spirit mm -hmm. right right it's what I discovered um, through the meditation and then reading different um, books such as Dolores Cannon, Her Convoluted Universe, I love that series, um, I realized that my energetic vibration wasn't a match for what I was, I was desiring. Yeah. So I thought, well, what if I could pick any kind of life? what would it feel like? Not what would it look like? So I started focusing on, well, how do I feel? And remembering that emotions are just a barometer. They're not meant to stay in. So I thought, wow, I feel a lot of things that come down to fear. I'm carrying a lot of fear within my energetic body. So I um, then proceeded to say, okay, God, you know, source, please help me release the fears so that when I am walking in this world, I can reflect your love for the world and, and not so much reflect what my ego mind is saying and feeling. So it, it started with um, different... In, different times of coming to an awareness. Wow. I, I'm really afraid that because I realized I checked the fridge 10 times a day, 20 times a day, even though I'm not hungry. Why do I do that? Oh, I'm afraid there's not enough food. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why am I afraid there's not enough food when I can go to the store and buy the food and bring it home? And there's always going to be enough food. So a simple fear like that, it got brought into my awareness. I said, hey, this doesn't make sense anymore. And I let it go. So now the only time I check the fridge is when I want something to make. You know, but that's such a simple example. But it's really a profound yes. example because... Yes. As you're saying, you know, we, we've got these fears. I know with that former partner, I had gone to the place in my journey where I was getting really clear of what were the things that I wanted in my life. And I made my long list and he matched so many of those things. But so much of that were things that I wanted to have in my life. And yeah, some, you know, experiences, but, but those experiences came from from specific things like travel. It came from having the money to get on an airplane, having the money to get to a hotel and all of those things. And mm. what I began to realize is that although I was spiritually aware that I had done a lot of inner child work and I was, I was clear that I didn't have to act like I did when my dad abandoned the family and I didn't have to be in the state of fear of this husband abandoning me, what what I began to realize is that I I had fear of the things leaving, and yeah. it activated in that relationship that the the way that 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 relationship ended is he was afraid that I was going to cheat on him as his previous mm -hmm. wives had cheated on him, and he had brought abundance to the family to to our relationship where I. I had left a marriage before that my kids a uh, dad that I had divorced and I had walked away without without a whole lot so when I met that former husband Ken he brought in a lot of abundance and I wasn't afraid of losing a partner because I had come to a place of wholeness in me about partners I don't need a partner to be happy but I had not cleared up the stuff part and when he began to threaten 
taking away the finances or the trips or the whatever because he was afraid I was cheating, even though that never happened. It activated fear of lack, like you said, you know, same thing. Mm -hmm. Because to me, the, the simpler we make everything, the more we see that it's all the same. So the lack right. of enough food in the refrigerator, well, you know, you know that you can work and make the money to go get the food or you can plant it and grow it and have it that way. Or we can trade our mm -hmm. work with somebody else who makes food and we can, there's, there's an innumerable, innumerable way of having those resources. But my mind was still operating in lack. And I, that, that meant that I wasn't aligned with God fully. So, so mm -hmm. say more about your shifts. You, you know, you talked about the food. What were some other things that you discovered about yourself through that breakup? So um, in order to bring the awarenesses, I had to ask, ask and you shall receive. If like if we remember that every everything outside of us is a reflection of the inside of us. Right. So our environment is talking to us, the, ener the energy in our environment, which we're creating and is being reflected back to us. Everything is talking to us. So I started paying more attention to how am I interacting with my environment as I'm letting go of these these fears that no longer make sense, like the food in the fridge or even um, I I held a fear about my personal safety since the time I was a kid um, because I was involved in an accident. So then I'm like, well, every time I leave the house, I feel afraid I'm going to get hurt. And I'm not living in a dangerous area. I'm, I'm not purposely um, placing myself in dangerous situations. So through becoming aware of what I was holding, I realized I can choose to let that fear go now because I'm realizing that if I'm listening to my higher self and I'm listening to the divine guidance coming in through me, they will protect me. They will my spiritual team is with me all the time and they guide me and they protect me. Um, I've almost fallen. I'm not sure how many times my foot lands wrong or I step on something and out of nowhere, my foot will be secure and fine. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, thank you guys so much. You know? So it's like, as you become more and more aware, you see how God, how source, how your own spiritual team is working one-on-one -on -one with you all the time to bring to you what you're asking for. The universe wants to bring it to you, but it's like, what are you desiring? If you enjoy, if you're aware that you're enjoying the chaos, if you're enjoying the panic, if you're enjoying the run around with your head cut off all the time, then that's what the universe will bring to you. No problem, my dear child, that's what you enjoy. Let's bring it to you. But if you start realizing, hey, I I really like the the way I feel when when I'm sitting in the yard just relaxing. How can we bring more of that to me? then you, the universe or your spiritual team would be like, well, maybe don't go to the club Saturday night. Maybe instead stay home, snuggle with your pets or your family and, and watch something nice on TV. And then the next morning you won't be hung over. You won't feel sick. You'll have the energy and desire to go outside and have your cup of coffee in the yard instead. And, and look at how do you feel? Do you feel happier while you're doing activities that that bring in the energies you enjoy, the calm, the peace, the balance, the harmony? And when we align with source, that's what source is. And if we all remember, we are divine source. It's right here. Our heart center, that's where our connection is. It's a telephone straight to source. So if we settle down and we let go of the fear, then all of a sudden our ears open and our hearts open and God source can say, my child, I love you and, and I see you love me and we're one, we're connected.
let me let me show you the abundance of of this heaven on earth of this high vibrational experience you're looking for mm, grace okay but, yeah beautiful beautiful so you t you touched on two things that i want us to kind of unpack separately sure one, sure oh because it's so rich it's so so rich one is getting clear about our habits and our behaviors that are that are subconsciously programmed to be repetitive like going to the club looking for your partner in the club and wanting to feel peace but you're in an environment that is so chaotic and the frequency of it is 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 really so low yes yeah, it's, it's like this. yes yeah. and it's low frequency because you've got people who yeah. are putting on masks to look good drinking to numb their pain so there there's mm -hmm. the frequency of attracting to get out of lack out of out of fear so we've got to we've got to change those patterns. But the other thing that you said that is is really key. And again, it's part of when we begin to reach a certain level of spiritual maturity. And that is the recognition that God is on our side. God, God is inside of us wanting to, like you said, ask and it is given. It is given to us to experience what we believe we deserve in a mind that hasn't been completely emptied out of limitations emptied out of fears and and judgments and doubts cannot be a mind that is completely clear about deservability and worth and value so say a little bit more about your process to really open up to that that relationship with source knowing that it's like going to a restaurant hey garcon you know bring me the whatever it's God right, in, right. in service wants to serve because it expresses and experiences through our asking. So share, how did you get to that, that space of recognition? Um, taking, taking a look at the fears, letting them come up because they're actually in ourselves they're in our dna we hold that energy within our bodies so allowing the fear um the hurt the pain what is the source of the anxiety where did it start where what is the source of that belief that you have to be perfect what is the source of these these illusions that you're trying to live up to, but ultimately you're like, I just can't do it. I'm failing. I'm failing. And then that starts that cycle of of talking down to yourself, um, doing anything and everything but loving yourself like you're a child of God. So it's like, um, I'm sorry, sometimes I, I get um, scatterbrained because <laughs> so much stuff comes in at once. You're doing amazing. Okay, so um, let's see. This is where my team's like, now just breathe, getting too excited. Um, so I'm kind of blanking. I apologize. No, no, um, no. You were sharing about how you uh, came to recognize your oneness with God. Right, right. So um, dealing with guilt, saying, so, you know, why do I feel this guilt? Why do I feel? Oh, it's from, I think I am obligated to doing this certain activity, like um, helping somebody or, or doing something, providing for somebody. And it, it, and it doesn't feel good. If it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel like you're aligning and, and this is coming straight from your heart, you feel um, that pressure and that lower vibration. Why am I doing this? What, what am I gaining from this? What is this bringing and realizing it's it's not for me. Oh, that activity, that that energy exchange, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing because it doesn't bring me peace. It doesn't bring me joy. And accepting the fact that I'm human. I make mistakes. I, we're all here to learn. We are all here to experience. And God source. Um, so the word God to me is just a shorter way to say it's source divine um, love and light energy, our creator. So, so, um, so when you honestly take a look at yourself 
and cry the tears and say, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe I was so far away from, from the truth inside of me, from the divine. My ego was deciding like a toddler, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. And you do everything to try to fulfill those needs. But then when you get what your ego wants, you're like, oh, that, that wasn't really fulfilling. That wasn't really what I was looking for. And then you do it again and you do it again. You're doing the same thing over and over again, trying to feel that peace um, inside of you and it's not working. Then it's time to try something else, right? Like, okay, let me still, you know, be calm, be still. What is the divine guidance coming in? What what activity or what way can I get the this feeling that I'm looking for? And honestly, the the divine love and light that I was searching for, I did not find in any other human being. Yeah. Because it's not for them to give to us. Yeah. It's for us to to connect in with the divine and shine that divine light to other people. That is the biggest, you know, the biggest trick uh, that I found in this journey is that we are so conditioned, the ego is so conditioned to get love from the outside, which is why we're looking for love in all the wrong places. But mm -hmm. once I began to realize that that love was in me and God was in me and I and the father, mother, God are one and it, it is all inside of me, I began to realize that, oh, the, God, you played a big trick on me. The only way that I get to experience that now is to give it. And I had to flow it to everything. I had to unlearn how to love unconditionally because up until then, my ego only loved conditionally. Well, my, right. my ego only loves conditionally. But up, up until then, I didn't realize that all of my love had been conditionally based, except for at the very beginning of my relationships. You know, there was that moment when love is there and ego, basically the ego mind shuts down because you're inside of this, this incredible love, whether it was with my partners or it was with my children in the beginning, but it mm -hmm. slowly shifts into conditional love. Ego takes over. It begins right. to use the relationship for personal gratification, for safety, to make myself look good. My kids didn't have to do things to make me look good or I wasn't happy with them. I'm not going to mm. flow love to you if you're not doing what makes me look like a good mom or husband. If you're not providing and keeping me safe, then I'm going to shut my love. And I right. did not see that until I was like 45 years old before I understood the way the ego mind is conditioned into transactional love. I had no idea of what unconditional love really was until I began to cultivate, as you were saying, a deliberate relationship with feeling what God feels like. I didn't want to know about God. I wanted to feel God. And that's right. Everything changed. Everything shifted. It's almost as if I had two spiritual journeys. And now that's how I teach it. There's first mm -hmm. the journey of we understand our ego. Then there's the journey of we understand God. And because you can't understand God until you see what blocks God, the experience with God. Right. So right. say more to to your experience directly with God, how did that feel and how did you cultivate that? And, and for the sake of, of um, the audience, because, you know, for me that it wasn't overnight, I did have one experience that was about a 45 minute experience and it happened. I'll never forget. This was in August of, of um, 2007 where, where I got to, to meet God connect with God. And for 45 minutes, I was totally in oneness. And then I had to look at my egoic mind and unravel all of the ways that it blocked me. And that's been a 10 year journey. At least it hasn't been until the last five years where I know God in me, I feel God in me and I know what that is. So I don't have to work at being that or understanding that I know what it is, but it took me about 10 years to really unpack all of the conditional ways that I used to block God. What was that like for you? Right. right. Well, um, so what, what I 
tried to remember to do in my daily meditation and in my prayers, knowing that things were coming up to be looked at and released, I always ask for a smooth and gentle journey. So everybody's time frame on their journey is different. It's all unique. Um, we all we all have come here to we come and we've forgotten that we are that that God is right here with us. We forget that. And it's it's the journey to remember. And the more we let go of the ego and the fear, the more we remember that we're one with God. So what did that look like for me? Looks like a lot of tears, a <laughs> lot of frustration, a lot of journaling, um, a lot of talking with another person or a couple different people who are spiritually aware. Um, it's it's it looked like a lot of processing, a lot of remembering. Oh, yeah, you know, I used to be like this, but now I see how I've grown, how I've changed, how I'm not the same person I was five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I am able to learn. I am able to grow and, and develop. And and I remember, you know, at this time when when all of a sudden I felt like a new person, wow, I feel like a new person again. I must be growing and blossoming. So it's not always a pretty journey. Um, when we when we come face to face with our shadow side, we can choose to ask our guides, our spiritual team, because everybody has one, um, to make it a slow and gentle journey so that you don't get so overwhelmed by the grief coming up and being released or or by the sadness by the worry by the anxiety those things need to come through and pass by your vision so that you can say thank you for the part you played in my journey and now i release you back to god because everything is here including our ego to teach us or help us become aware of who we really are and one thing I do want to say is when you hear a fear statement from your ego or any other part of, you know, wherever it's coming in, usually the truth, or I'd like to say all the time, the truth is the complete opposite of what you're hearing. I, I would say it's all the time. I have yet all to encounter time. it. As a matter of fact, I was just I just did a workshop this past Saturday and, and I called it, uh, you know, an in-depth exploration of the ego and everything that the ego says, there is an exact opposite that is of God. This yes. became very clear to me when I started studying A Course in Miracles 10 years ago. I had that awareness that it was the opposite and I created, you know, I was guided. I shouldn't say I, Lina created it, but I was guided to create a course called Shift and Lift, where we mm -hmm. shift from the low frequency of the ego and we lift to the high vibe of, of love, high vibe of God. And I began to notice that when we thought one thing about the ego, and then we assumed what what God thought our ego would trick us into assuming different things that God thought. And it wasn't mm -hmm. until I finally realized that it is God always thinks the exact opposite of the ego. It wasn't mm -hmm. until we began to explore that the shifting and the lifting was to a total, complete opposite. People weren't having the experiences of transformation and it became super, super clear. And in this workshop, as, as in all my workshops, when I teach the shift and lift process, I, I tell people, your ego's not going to like this. And inevitably, they say, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling the resistance to go to the opposite. But it is it is in the opposite that we will find God, because the ego is a block that takes us 180 degrees away from God. So it is the total opposite. If God says we have freedom, ego is in bondage. If God says acceptance, the ego says rejection. And things right. are totally, completely opposite. And thank you so much for, for speaking of the ego. You know that that's one of the things that, and I like to hear your experience because you're someone who's helping others. So as someone who helps others, you get to listen to other teachers. You've had teachers. You know the ones that assisted you to whatever level they assisted you. And then you, you know, we outgrow teachers. Nobody can take you beyond where they are. 
and this is a journey of expansion. So there are many, many, many levels of consciousness that we're moving through. But I'd like to take your take on what, when did you begin to really understand the ego? Because until I understood the ego, I wasn't able to really experience God. I wasn't able to get to the honest place where I could feel the essence of God. I could say it and think it and believe it, but I couldn't feel it. So understanding the ego, Course in Miracles was transformational for me about that. I had written, you know, the, the course I had been given guidance to do a course called the power of awareness that spoke a lot about the ego, but it wasn't until Course in Miracles explained to me with such clarity how the ego blocks God that I got to, to have that clarity that most spiritual teachers that I've worked with, or in terms of me going to them, most spiritual teachings that I have followed they don't explain the ego. They, they don't really think right. of that. How did you discover that? Right. So what I um, have done in the last four years or so, as the awarenesses have come up about this part of me, that part of me, um, and trying to merge all parts of me into divine um, union with source, um, I decided to start having a talking dialogue based relationship with with my ego, with my body, with my heart, with my mind. Um, and through talking with the ego, I'm like, you know, ego, why? Why are you feeling so resistant to this experience that you've been invited to? And it would reply because I'm scared you're going to get hurt. I'm scared you're going to make a fool out of yourself because remember back in the day when that happened, do you want to go through that again? You know, so it's like the ego, the ego is a gift from God. It's a part of us, right? So get to know why is it saying this? Why is it wanting that? And see what awareness has come from that. Oh, and then you can use your logic and your wisdom to say, okay, ego and subconscious mind. This is a new day and I've learned that this is a safe emotional risk to take. The worst thing that could happen is what? Nothing. Oh, so don't be afraid. You know, my my vessel, my body and my mind and my heart, we can all work together. We can go to this experience and have a wonderful time. So thank you so much, Ego, for presenting me the opportunity to heal that past experience that wasn't so great. I can let that go now. Thank you. Because now my mind is set that my heart and my mind, everything will come together and we can go and enjoy ourselves. So thank you, ego. Well, you know, it, I, I did something extremely very, very similar. I would say almost the same thing because I did, I would ask the different parts of me to speak. And once and I even had a, a, a phase where I called it making ego your amigo, because nice. as I would ask it questions, why are why is this happening? But what I learned in the Course in Miracles is God did not create the ego. The ego is part of the human experience that blocks God. So our right. work is to come to understand that egoic part that allows us to have this human experience to feel like there's a separate grace and a separate line and a separate tree and a separate mountain so that we don't think that we're that because if we did mm -hmm. we couldn't have a human experience and separation and but the egoic mind thinking that it is it is this separate self moves into thinking it is the god of us and it needs mm -hmm. to protect us at all costs because part of the human design is survival our bodies are designed to survive, to, to live, to, mm. to have an expression of God. But when, when, we un, when I came to understand the ego through the Course in Miracles, I began to realize all it is is thoughts. That's, that's all it is. It's thoughts. And once you don't right. think those thoughts anymore, as the Course says, and there is no ego when you're not thinking thoughts that block the truth of who you are. And But exactly as you did, asking my body i went through a period where with my journal like you 
I was asking questions. Why, why did I react to that? Why did I say what I said to that friend? Why did I say what I said to me? Why does that trigger a feeling of anger? Why does that trigger a feeling of jealousy? And connecting mm -hmm. the dots, it was almost like I went on this scavenger hunt that I was literally unearthing old memories, old ideas that connected things with reactions from the time I was young until I began to experience past lives. And then I got even more pieces mm -hmm. to the puzzle. Um, right. But speak more to the relationship that you cultivated with letting every aspect of you talk to you and express to you what it was experiencing. Okay. Um, so um, the beautiful thing is, one, one thing that I think is so beautiful is that um, even though everybody's on their own individual journey, these tips and tricks really do, they can help and people have to find what works for them. So I've been trying to encourage people to not only develop a dialogue a relationship with their ego, but also with their body because our spiritual teams do use our body as a way to communicate with us and our, our higher self as well. Um, and there's things out there that you can, you can read to get more information about those messages and how they come through. Um, but it's, it's been um, an amazing journey of self-discovery. All, all of this on the spiritual awakening, it's it's also like a self-discovery. Who am I really? And it's like, I am love. I am light. So I say, um, you know, right hand, why, why are you achy today? Or why is my knee achy? Or why did I why did I twist wrong and my now my hip hurts? And usually it's it it comes in as a message of um, we want to remind you to slow down, slow down, you know, you're moving too fast. That's why you got hurt. Or, um, yesterday, my, my left, um, what is this called? Bicep, my left bicep, um, was achy and I knew I hadn't strained it or anything. And I'm like, okay, muscle, why are you achy? And they're like the previous strength that you've gained even though you felt like you moved away from it and you couldn't feel it, it's right here for you. That emotional and spiritual strength is still with you. And it came in because I was nervous about doing this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so they wanted to remind me the strength is always, it's always right here. That strength and encouragement, it's right here with you. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's about, I think when, when we can talk to all the different parts of us, and we can bring them into the same mind, bringing into alignment. Then we're moving with the flow of the universe. I would say, um, or Matthew and the seven say, you are the breath of the universe. That's what you are. Move within the breath of the universe. You know, not resisting, not, not banging heads with, but breathing and just moving with the flow. Oh, great. That is so beautiful. And do you know that that for me, that became how I actually began to cultivate self love. When I began to pay attention to the body, I began to realize my body's never lied to me. Every ache and pain is communicating something. But I was so quick, as I was trained in, in the Western ways, so quick to go get the Tylenol to numb it or so right. quick to ignore it because I didn't have time to bother with it. And so there were layers of compounded rejection of my body that right. took, took years and years to get to the point that I could really communicate until I got to the place of, of total and complete clarity where I can feel something and immediately know what belief that is attached to or what experience or what emotional release has to happen. So then it could happen pretty quickly. But as you said earlier, we're, it takes however long it takes. And, right. and it, that's part of the, the, the journey is learning patience, but yes. learning self-love through sitting, sitting and letting the part of us that is saying, you know, I, I did this, I rejected them because I, I can't trust myself to do this, that or the other. I had no idea 
that I had a belief inside of me that I couldn't trust myself. I thought I was always so confident. Right. But I had this voice in my head that was self-sabotaging that I never would have understood where it came from if I didn't take the time to sit and listen. So you you have just shared something that is so important. Let's let's switch this a little bit to clients mm -hmm. that we work with. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you? It's one thing to do the work on yourself, but what was it like for you when you began to teach this to the the students, the the clients, the you know, the beings that came to you for assistance? What were you learning about this as you were observing them learn from what you were sharing? Well, mainly um what I do is I I try to um, through channeling message messages from Matthew and the sevens or other high vibrational beings that come through. I try to just be a clear channel for divine um, love and light to flow through me. So that that requires a lot of listening um, when I do intuitive card readings or a spiritual regression um, for somebody. It requires a lot of effective listening. And getting down to the root, getting down to the source of the issue, what belief, what statement, what pain is causing the person to react the way they're reacting in their world. So let's bring it back in. So I'm doing a lot of, I'm reminding people just to bring it back and, and don't take that mind trip that way and don't go down that path that way because it's just fear. And you can play in fear and, and go down those paths all you want. But how do you feel when you do that? So bring it back, you know, and just breathe. And we take it one one step at a time. And because it's all a journey. And, and when you're teaching others, you can't work harder at their journey than they are. You can't make them face something or move some, through something if they're not ready to. And, and it's like when the student is ready, the awareness is right there. And so you just try to guide them ask by asking questions, by, by bringing it up and saying, well, how did that make you feel? And then letting them come to their own awarenesses through it. And just, you know, I think I kind of, yeah. Well, and how did that help you with your own journey? Because I know for me, teaching and coaching, I was constantly, oh, note to self, note to self, whatever would come through me to share with them. It was like, oh, my gosh, you asked a question that I didn't even know I needed to ask for me. Um, did Do you find how helping others is, is still a helping to you? Yes, because what happens is before I have a client, um, before I interact with the client, I do a lot of prayer beforehand. And um, the other person has to have give their spiritual team permission to work with my spiritual team. And then they meet in the spiritual realm and they discuss, you know. Well, then during my meditations, all of a sudden, I believe I'm having awarenesses in my own life and for my own journey, which I do. And I'm like, Oh, nine out of 10 times when I meet with the client, whatever I became aware of and worked through and let go of for me, it's what they're bringing. So mm -hmm. then because I already became aware, then I can properly guide that other person. So it's like their spiritual team does a little work on me, says, OK, this is what we're going to be dealing with. And I'm like, oh, okay, A, B, C. Oh, yes, let that go. And then I meet with the client, and they're bringing me a similar situation that I thought I just worked through for myself. And so I'm learning how to then guide the client through whatever it is that they're they're moving through. So yeah, it, yeah, that makes perfect sense because okay. for me. <laughs> What that did for me is it helped me realize that we're all more the same than we're different. Yes. Yes. It, we are all connected. We are all one. We all have similar things that we're dealing with. Yeah. Well, because the more that I realized the sameness, the more the teachings got simpler and simpler, which meant moving away from the ego that, that, Com complicates and and it makes things convoluted that's why it's a convoluted universe because yes. our mind has totally completely distorted the simplicity of what love is 
because the right. more we come to love, it's just an expression of infinite creativity. It's just, it's just newness. It's just fun, new stuff coming through us, ideas for us to experience more joy, more joy, more joy. And to get to that simplicity, I began to realize that, oh my goodness, even though my clients, you know, thousands by now, because it's been 15, 16 years, even though their stories were different, I was a waitress and had this person, or I was a mom and had that situation, or I was a dad, I was a, a CEO, all of it came down to the simple, simple, as you were saying, forgetting that they are powerful beyond measure and capable of handling whatever was happening. Mm -hmm. But when the mind got conditioned at such young ages that we, we have less power than mom or dad or the teacher or the preacher or the government, we mm -hmm. literally began to create our own individualized story of disempowerment. So the remembering is always to bring us back to, no, you're God taking on physical form, expressing yourself uniquely as you, but you still have that same creative power. It does not leave you. You just forget it through whatever is the different story, but it's the same process of forgetting so that we can remember and activate that again. That's one right. of the things that to me, coaching and teaching has been the best coach and teacher to me for my mm -hmm. own personal continuation of, of clarification. What, what are, um, what are some of your favorite parts about doing what you do? Uh, when, when I, well, I really enjoy, um, being in that meditative state where I'm, where I'm connected to source. Um, I love calling in the light and just filling up with it. Um, that feels so awesome. And, and I try to do that every day. Um, but then working with other people, seeing them have the awareness then. And, and getting that twinkle in their eye of knowingness, that inner knowing that, oh my gosh, you mean I am God too? Like divine love flows to me and through me to the outside world. That's amazing, you know, but um, through through the journey and, and through learning for myself and, and then seeing how helping other people, how they're becoming um, more love and light as well. Really, I am just so grateful that my relationship with my daughter is amazing now. My relationship with my with my pets is just amazing. Um, the relationship I have with my garden is is amazing. So I'm I'm able to experience more joy, more peace, more um, abundance now that that I've slowed down and I've listened to what God is saying to me. It's like the light, the sun is is shining on me. And when I when I feel like there's a cloud and I'm like, well, where did the sun go? Then it's like, what am I not paying attention to? What do I need to take a look at and deal with and let go so that I can see the sun again? So it's it's an overall um it's it's just my life is so much more peaceful. I just mm -hmm. feel so much happier and emotionally fulfilled because I know that God is guiding me. God is loving me. God is working through me. And I can trust that in every now moment, if I keep bringing my awareness to these now moments and I just look around, oh my goodness, I just feel so blessed. Because I know now, I trust myself enough now to know that I can get through anything in the healthiest way possible. And when I know better, I'll do better. And I trust the process that, that God is all bringing this to me and I'm moving through what it is for a reason, for a purpose. And if I can help other people um, find more emotional fulfillment or experience more joy and peace in their own life, then I, I'm more than happy to do that. Because when you bring the positive energy and the other person brings their positive energy and you come together, it's just like this amazing experience. So 
Oh my goodness, I so 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 relate because yes, my relationship with my family, my my children, my garden, as you were saying, is one of my favorite things to do is garden. Um, it, totally, my my beautiful new dog that I just I call her a dog, but she's really a soulmate. Mm -hmm. um, that we just adopted everything is so different and and my beloved partner everything is is so different there's so much ease there's so much peace there's so much fun there's mm -hmm. so much trust there's so much transparency everybody's free to say what they whatever they're feeling in the moment we address things now mm -hmm. nothing gets stored and held because the ego holds on to things to build resentment and then attacks from that that place yeah. but right. when you unpack everything as it arises it is lovingly addressed and and that's it that energy dissipates it's it's yes. you don't become a container for holding on to the past that's it's, right it's a presence in the moment so let's talk about how people can find you so i met you through uh facebook so if you are listening to this on facebook then just uh, send her a friend request to Grace Jones. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this through YouTube or listening to this in um, one of my podcasts, then come. if you're on Facebook, go ahead and find Grace Jones. And I'm sure there's a lot of Grace Jones out there. But look for Grace Jones. You can look through being friends with me and then through that, find who I'm friends with and, and look for Grace Jones there. She's the only Grace Jones that I'm friends with. Um, so that's a, a wonderful way for people to find you. What are some of the things that you offer right now that would be of service to others and why they would want to connect with you? Okay, so I do try to put out uh, channel messages of love and light um, on the Facebook page. And, and I have a group, it's called Matthew and the Sevens Facebook group. Um, if, if that's easier for people just to join the group. Um, I also provide intuitive card readings. Um, and then I also am a temple of divinity for heart healing practitioner. So I've been trained into how to bring people up to the spiritual realm to an energetic place that's called the temple of divinity. And I feel like I'm totally off screen. Ah. And um, in, in that work, um, we, the angels in the temple of divinity can do some more concentrated healing on your heart and on your spiritual body, on your energetic body. Um, so that's really, that's just phenomenal. It's similar to QHHT with the past life regressions. Um, but so not only can I do the past life regressions with um, an individual, but I can take them to the temple for more direct uh, interaction with high vibrational uh, beings like like angels and guides and things. And, and I can help an individual meet their own spiritual team as well. Oh, that is so beautiful. And the, the things that you post, the channelings that you receive are absolutely divine. And it is like food for the soul. So if you're already on Facebook and you're you get to become friends with Grace, you will definitely be able to read that because she's so generous sharing that. But then how wonderful that you do have that private group so that there's more in depth that happens there. You know, something that was really amazing for me, this journey I had no idea how closed off I had been conditioned to be to angels, to uh, divine powers, to guides, to all that is beyond our physical experience. The non-physical is so vast and so loving. And my spiritual journey helped me really open up to the vastness of this infinite creator that that created this universe and that that to me was one of the very uncomfortable um, limitations that i had to break through because i grew up catholic and i was taught mm -hmm. that anything non-physical is voodoo yes i could have you know mother mary and and archangel this and that but it was very limited very limited mm -hmm. what i could have access to that was non-physical and so much of it was made scary and don't right. don't go there it's it's that's you know witchcraft or whatever and those things are are there but when you mm -hmm. learn to tap into the higher frequencies those other things cannot affect you because they they dissipate you know you turn on your light darkness goes away right 
let's let's talk a little bit for the remainder of our time because you you bring such um, clarity in your message and such depth of groundedness in terms of you recognize the truth that is coming through you because you've done so much of that ego work that you're not in that that selfish place of utilizing all these wonderful teachings for self gratification which I did in the beginning and I had to work through that too yeah. so if you would be uh, so kind and generous in your continued share today, things are so crazy right now. And mm -hmm. people are really experiencing so much coming up for them without tools, without training, without awareness of how much mm -hmm. assistance is out there. What are some suggestions that you can give to people today that are for the first time experiencing these fears, these, these concerns, at the depth that they are because their security, their safety is falling apart. You and I had years of training to look at that. There, so many are experiencing it right now without tools. Please share a few tips and tools to assist humanity. Sure, so first and foremost, uh, mental health awareness. If you feel as though you need um, a professional to help guide you, please seek that out. But the great thing is, is you can ask your spiritual team, say spiritual team, I know that you are there because God is always with me. Please guide me to the appropriate website, therapist, support group, um, a, a good person to be friends with. So because I'm feeling as though I need that human encouragement and human support as well. Um, but beyond that, um, spend out time outside with mother nature, sit down, put your feet on the ground. And just what I always say is dear, um, mother earth, can I please take refuge in your love for me? Because we are, we are a creation of mother earth. We're a part of her too. So she loves us and we can take refuge in her love for us and, and ask to be grounded with her. And then also, um, ask your spiritual team to surround you and lift you up. One quick um, tip that that really helps me is when I feel that sense of stress and tension, I say, oh, please, God, help lift my spirits. And I kid you not, your spiritual team would be like, boom, do you feel better yet? Right. So you can do that. You can ground yourself with Mother Earth, ask your spiritual team for assistance, ask them to lift your vibration, turn off the TV, Turn off the violent um, movies, the violent shows, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Turn it down. Turn it off. Because as you continue to raise your vibration and you, you remember that emotions are just a barometer. They're not meant to hold on to. Say, oh, I see you. Thank you. And let them go. When you look at something, it changes. So remember that. Remember that you get what you ask for also. So if you're asking for peace, be willing to turn off the violent TV show. Yeah, that's because that's the opposite that we were talking about earlier. And that is that, the, oh, great, great suggestions. Right now, to me, what we're going through is an opportunity to see how the ego has created a world of disconnection. And literally, we are all having an opportunity to awaken to the truth of our divine self. So how you were saying, you know, invoke the assistance of, of the unseen world, the non-physical is here uh, to lovingly guide us. And, and it is, I had no idea until I began to experience it myself, that our requests for guidance are there, but they're not looking for us to, to go, uh, you know, Oh, I've got this problem. Solve this for me. Um, right. They they are wanting to assist us in reminding us, activating inside of us the knowingness that helps us be able to solve those problems, solve those issues. But mm -hmm. so much of it starts with what Grace just said. Turn off the violence. Turn off the things that keep you from finding your own you know, state of quiet inside so that you can hear the guidance that is coming because that guidance is very subtle unless you need a two by four to, you know, to stop you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they do come, they do come. 
So here we are at the top of the hour. I am so grateful that you took the time to do this conversation with me because I know it's going to bless the lives of many. And it, it really is amazing. I've been doing these interviews now for three years and, and I'll get a message out of the blue of somebody who happens to watch an episode three years ago or two years ago and they'll say, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. So I know your words are going to bless people more than beyond today. Who knows how long these things will live out there in the, you know, the, the Facebook land or YouTube land or wherever land. So thank you for your generosity of, of spirit, of love, and your name fits who you really are. You are the presence of grace itself. Well, uh, thank you so much, Lena, for um, having uh, me on, but all, all of us who has joined me, um, thank you for having all of us on. We really appreciate the opportunity to spread love and light and be in service of God. Well, you are that. So I will leave it at that. What a beautiful uh, comment from Grace. Thank you all so much for joining us. And as always, know that you are a magnificent child of God. You have the creative source inside of you. Learn to align with that because it really, truly wants to shift and lift your light from a place of uh, suffering and separation to connection and joy. It is its promise and it is what happens, but you've got to move aside what blocks it. Thank you all so much and we'll see you later. Bye-bye.